in the words of a wise ancient philosopher, serenity now. Um, I'm, I'm decided that despite everything going on in the world, I'm going to try to be more positive moving forward. I think I was a little too dour our last episode. So I'm excited to be here. Happy to be happy to be back with you. Happy to be back with the people doing a podcast, trying to have a good time. Even though the world's still on fire, here we are back again. Another exciting episode, Devils Do. Drew, how are you, sir? There we go. Yes, yes, yes. Status quo is what you're saying. Yeah, well, I'm happy that you're happy (laughs) and willing to be happy. We need a a counterbalance on this show. I, I didn't say I was happy. I'm merely trying to be more positive. That's good. That's good. I will, uh, I, I could use the, uh, the respite from, you know, ma- making, I'm making the vague everything gesture, <laughs> you know. We're, we're in the Lego Bizarro verse where everything is not awesome. No, no, it's not. They, they jumped the gun there on that. But that aside, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, again, okay. All right. So cool. Yeah, things uh, are things are fine. How, what's going good, on? What's good. going on? How 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 was your weeks? Oh, anything fun happening? Anything new stuff going on? Let's see. When did we do our last episode? I two weeks ago. Two. Uh, yeah. So I think since then, um, I spent a weekend in Chautauqua. Um, for the for the youngin's birthday, for Grant's birthday, yeah, I, it's it's an uh, accidental tradition now that we go away for Grant's birthday. So, right. um, Chautauqua sure isn't San Francisco, but um, looking at uh, current events, San Francisco isn't San Francisco right now either. It's more like um, oh, I don't know, hell. Well done. <laughs> Red skies. It's well. Yeah, the well anti-monitor done. is going to peek around the corner pretty soon. <laughs> There's a crisis in either, California. Yeah, either an anti-monitor, Galactus, or Unicron, something like you know, that. One of one of those two. Um, um, definitely, our, our hearts and thoughts go out to those in in California. Yeah, it's not not, not ideal. But anyway, we had a we had a pretty good time. Um, f- pretty strong, uh, you know mask adherence and all that in Chautauqua. So yeah, yeah. it was decent. Some, you know, I felt, I felt reasonably comfortable, although we did sit down at a couple of restaurants and we were outside granted, but I still felt strange, but again, you know, distance from people and, uh, um, precautions taken by the servers and staff and stuff. So, you know, it's, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's, everything's okay. It's just, it's just, yeah. uh, you know, times we live in, unfortunately, but, um, yeah. all is well, dude is now two officially. So the terrible twos have begun, even though they began long ago. Um, then, um, not a ton else has really been happening on my front. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm no, you know, I've I've barely made I've barely made progress in golf story. Did we talk about golf story? I don't know if we talked about golf story. You talk, yeah, you talked about golf story last week. Okay, I still like it. 
Um, I just haven't had much time to play it, but it's a very enjoyable game. I do recommend it, especially for the $7.50 that I paid for it. I think I've more than gotten my money's worth. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Um, Super Mario 3D All-Stars just came in the mail. Mine has been delayed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell so we you. We got the notice from Amazon, which is funny because like our Amazon Prime account says it should arrive today by 8 p.m., but then yeah. it says it hasn't shipped yet. So, well, um, without Amazon, if that's a transporter technology, well, let me. Let me hit you with this. Just to, without getting too deep in the weeds on what I ordered, just let's just say that um, I I have a package coming to me from New yes. Hampshire from a gentleman in New Hampshire. It should have been here ten days ago. It is in Buffalo, oh. but it is in a shipping container that has not been opened yet at the post office because they are so backed up with parcels that they don't know when they're going to get to it. So it has been sitting in Buffalo for 10 days and they don't know where it is. Uh, it's, it's in a, it's just, it has not been processed. It's just sitting and there's nothing I can do about it. So yeah, hmm. good times. Good times. Yeah. 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 So, you know, anyway, I mean, given how well the post office has done throughout this whole thing up until this point, you know, I can't really, Say anything bad about them. Ain't that some timing, though, huh? Anyway, again, yeah. don't want to dwell. Don't want to dwell. Everything's okay. Everything's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, 3D All-Stars came. Um, my snap judgment, I've only played um, 64 and uh, Sunshine briefly so far. Um, okay. 64 holds up about as well as you might expect um which means it's actually still a super enjoyable game the camera uh, is as annoying as it ever was but it hasn't been debilitatingly so thus far um considering that it was like one of the first games to really truly nail 3d platforming and and stuff like that it's better than it's really it's fine you know what i mean (laughs) It's, it's fine so to that end cool good stuff um, sunshine is as weird and awkward as I remember it to be. So I'm not in love with it just yet. Um, although I could get there, I can get there, but there's a problem and I haven't found it yet. So maybe it's in the options and I just haven't discovered it, but there's no invert Y axis on the, um, right stick. And that's driving me insane. So mm. that's going to be a problem if I can't do that. <laughs> so it's going to yeah. really hinder my I'm gameplay. I, I apparently we're outliers, Carl, and I, 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 I don't know where I first learned the inverted axis on the right stick, but I can't. Uh, probably I, some sort of flight simulator. Possibly a flight simulator, yeah. Oh. But I can't go back, and people that want to argue with me about it and tell me to just change and adapt. I'm sorry, my brain is hardwired for yeah. a certain no. thing. <laughs> so, I do it for first-person shooters for everything. Yeah. Um, and Nintendo, unfortunately, by default, does not do that. They're, like they're on the, you know, some some companies do that. Like you know, they'll give you the default as inverted, but Nintendo doesn't. And I don't know if there's an option to flip it. So that that could be tricky. We'll see. But um, other than that, you know, it's it's fine. Um, so Sunshine certainly uh, graphically 
has a you know a better fidelity than um 64 but again 64 still looks pretty good for a a 24 year old game yeah um not much else is really going on um no can't say much else is is really going on how are you doing i'm doing all right uh past couple weeks not a ton of stuff's been going on uh it was Julie's birthday last week, so uh, happy birthday to her. Yes. Um, she has had her her birthday was Tuesday of this past week. She's had the entire uh, week off from work. I took Monday and Tuesday off to kind of hang out with her and whatnot. Um, I got her three, three presents. Uh, the first is a food scale. And I, she said she just wanted a food scale. I got her like the, like the Lamborghini of food scale. <laughs> oh yeah. Like this thing has an app. This thing, you know how like you have the nutrition facts on labels. Yeah. On, on like food products. Well, this one has one of those on the side and you punch in a code and then you put the food on the scale and it fills out the nutrition facts for what you're weighing. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, I did all right. I did all right there. Um, and then I got her a cold coffee maker. Is the one I told you about? Cold yes. coffee brewer. Yes. She loves it. All right, loves it. I mean, full full disclosure. She got her presents like a week ago because the box came, and she was just like, "Are those my presents?" And I'm like, "They're not. Not your presents." So she got to open them all. And then she got a, a, a Lego set. Um, I got her the, the Iron Man Hall of Armors Lego set. And how many pieces is that bad boy? Not a lot. It's not one of the bigger ones. I think it's under, I think it's roughly around 500 pieces. <laughs> that's, and that's not really a, that much. So. Cool. It ha- It has her favorite Iron Man armor in it, which is the the Silver Sentinel armor from Iron Man Two. So right. underrated. That, that's her favorite. Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about the armor or the movie? Um, the armor. I will say that I, I the movie might be a little. The movie's developed something of a bad reputation, and I don't I don't know if it deserves it, but I haven't seen it in a while. But I never understood why people said it's bad because it's just, it's not, I'm sorry. It's it's another quality Marvel gem. I don't know that Uh, without getting too off topic, I don't know that I would say any Marvel film is bad. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's not, there's not a quote unquote bad one. There are ones that are weaker. Yes. You know, Iron Man three, four, two, um, but even a weaker Marvel film is still better than 80 to 85% of the other comic book films today. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So there was that, uh, we've been watching Seinfeld. I've never seen Seinfeld. So I, I've, I, I've I love Seinfeld. <laughs> um, we are on season four. Oh, you're in the thick of it now. That's when it gets good. The first, the first one, maybe two seasons are okay, but three, four. Now you're in like when it starts hitting stride, and it it doesn't really well, stop. Yeah. 
It doesn't stop the stride till the very end. I mean, back when they actually allowed shows to develop and whatnot. Right, right, uh, right. Yeah, we just got to the episode where everyone went to the cabin. Kramer's got the Cuban cigars. <laughs> the cabin. Oh. George, George is trying to get the uh, the show back on the air. Yes. After turning down the deal because it wasn't Ted Danson money. Ted Danson. He wants the Ted Danson money. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm we are enjoying all, it. Carl. The show is Seinfeld, and every character is is tremendous, you know, unto themselves. It's phenomenal. But we are all George Costanza in some way. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. George is the, is the heart and soul of Seinfeld, and you will not tell me otherwise. Um, that's great. I hope you enjoy it. I, I have loved Seinfeld for so long. And it's it's one of those shows that if it's on, I'll just... I have to watch it. I don't care what episode it is. If I'm flipping channels and Seinfeld's on, I will leave Seinfeld on. It's just the way it is. I feel like yeah. um, shows like that are very few and far between. And I think the newest one that has reached that status, and I'm guilty of it myself, it's got to be The Office. I'm, I mean, I love The Office as well, but it's on Comedy Central all the time now. And yeah. it's the same thing. I just put it on. And it's on. And I'm never disappointed. It's like, oh, it's this one. I love this one. Like, It's another one I've never watched. Uh, it, and it's another example of like the first season is kind of okay, but then two and three, boom, they, they find the footing and it's, you're, you're, you're off to the races. Yeah, well, I mean, no first season of a show is always, is ever like really like the definitive season. Right. Because you got to... You gotta learn it. You gotta get used to the characters, and you know, kind of let them grow into what they do. Unless there's like something that's really planned out in advance and has gone through, and like the story structure is very planned out, and you know, everything is set up. Um, something like a Westworld or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we live yeah, in, we live in such a instant gratification society, though, man. It feels like these shows, especially like on Netflix and stuff, if they're not immediate hits, they just they give up on them. Yeah, yeah, that's like, unfortunate. I think. Did you watch? Uh, did you watch Space Force on Netflix or no? Yes. So I didn't like love it, but I felt like you know in the first few, it took a few episodes, but once I kind of got into it, it was good. You know what I mean? It like, was funny. It was funny. And I, mean, I don't I'll, know that I'll I... I'll be there for John Malkovich and Steve Carell. Yeah. Just like, going back and forth. Here's the thing, though. Like, it, it, I think that because of it, of the lukewarm reception to the first season, I don't know that it's going to get a second. And that kind of sucks because I would watch another season of it because I bet that they steer hard into everything that worked. And, you know, I, I could only see it getting better. But I doubt yeah. we're going to see it again. I I don't think Netflix really. I can't remember a show that Netflix has canceled after only one season. Especially with the clout that that that, that show has, I would hope that they would give it another yeah. another another crack. Because usually Netflix does at least two seasons. Yeah, I mean, come on, Iron Fist got two. Seasons. Iron Fist got two. <laughs> That's our metric. Iron Fist got two seasons. I still haven't finished season two. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like halfway through it. Meanwhile, Daredevil yeah. does nothing but deliver amazing 
content and they sacked it after three. Uh, yeah. Well, there were other. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, yeah. So, oh, hey, we yeah, have, you know what we haven't talked hey, about in a while? No, oh, I'm sorry. We haven't talked about in a while. No, go ahead. We haven't really talked about wrestling in a while. We haven't talked about wrestling in a while. And, oh, good Lord. Dude. Was this week's AEW straight fire? AEW's been on a roll, dude. Like, All Out was kind of whatever, which is a shame because that's like, you know, that that's kind of like... In normal in normal times, all out is like their big pay per view. Like they're they're I don't want to say they're mania, but it's definitely big, right? I thought all and, in was yeah. well, no, all in preceded AEW's existence. Technically, AEW doesn't own all in. Technically, ah. Ring of Honor owns all in, <laughs> ah. but it's okay. it, it's very complicated. All in was yeah. the show that basically made Tony Khan go, okay, I could possibly put some money into this. Yeah. Um. So they the set the sequel to All In was All Out. So right. that's why I say it's kind of like a, it's a big show for for uh, AEW. And unfortunately, COVID and a series of other you know talent related problems kind of made All Out this year kind of kind of a kind of a a bummer. But the shows leading up to it and the shows at, now that dude every show since All Out has been fire. Like they, they're yeah. on, they are, there is so much good stuff happening right now. And on AEW, it's ridiculous. It's, it's awesome. There's just a lot of great stuff happening. Yeah. I, I've been absolutely loving it and enjoying it. Um, it, oh man, that parking lot brawl. Yeah. Was great. <laughs> that, that parking lot brawl. Meltzer oh, gave man. it five stars. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. <laughs> they put they opened up the hood they put ortiz oh poor ortiz in between the hood and the engine and then they did a a, a moonsault onto the hood yeah dude the I whole mean, thing folks, that whole match was was they did that all by the way in one take one camera one take did you realize that i didn't even realize that as it was happening that's a, that one wasn't live. No, but but they taped it and they did one take and uh, one camera. That whole wow. match, and nothing was like bad. Like it just it just ruled pretty much start to finish. Yeah, that's that's insane. That's uh, hats off to everyone involved on that match, man. Because there was some tough bumps, and I, you know I'm not a blood and guts kind of guy, but like that that match just had the right kind of vibe and feel to make all that stuff work for me. Um, even Trent's bump into the windshield, which was like, oh God, that's got to suck. But, yeah. you know, it wasn't gratuitously violent, you know, it was just violent enough and those guys put in the work and it was just a, a really great match. Yeah. Hangman and friggin' Kazarian, by the way, putting on, that was an put, awesome putting match. on a pay-per-view match on television. Jesus. The, uh, who was it? Um... FTR and, and, and Jurassic Express and have Jurassic a great match. Express. Yeah, the, the opening match. That was a pay-per-view quality match. I know, I know. I mean, I, I mean granted, my scale is probably a little slightly skewed because you've been watching this no, a lot dude, longer. You're abso- you, you are absolutely but right. Though They put I on... Like, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, they, they put on a tremendous, tremendous match on, on, on television. Not even pay-per-view, just television. Man, they're, they are yeah. delivering. And... So AEW's on fire. Um, Carl, the G1 starts uh, Saturday. 
tomorrow. Uh, the G1 is New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes. This, the G, not, the G1. not their mania, but it's like a tournament. It's a tournament. Round Robin tournament. Um, a block and B block. And it lasts for uh, weeks. It's the toughest. It's, it is the toughest tournament in wrestling. Without a doubt. Um, it, it is a, it will test any athlete's medal because they wrestle every day almost. And NJPW's match quality is the best in the world. Um, and like those guys grind hard for the next six weeks. It's going to be a real grind for these guys and it's going to be awesome. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to point out the a block so, is, so are you are you familiar with the A block B block round robin kind of you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, turn I I know so what a round ev- robin. Is. Everyone faces everyone in the block, right? Right. Okay, Carl. I'm going to hit you with this. <laughs> okay. The A block. This is just one of the blocks of the G1 tournament. Here are the participants of the A block. Are you ready for this? Go. Okay, I'm going to start from the bottom and I'm going to go to the top. And you're going to... Alright, ready? Go. Okay, in the A block, Yujiro Takahashi, not 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 Hiromu Takahashi, Yujiro Takahashi, the other Takahashi. So, again, I'm starting from the bottom, going to the top. Okay. No idea of the difference between the two. I know one of them them hates living things. Okay. Jay White, Former okay. former champion, the replacement Kenny, so to speak. He's great. Tai Chi, who I hate, but is putting in some good work, good work lately. Okay, get ready, Carl. Ready? Okay. Takahashi, whatever. Jay White, okay, whatever. Ta- tai Chi, whatever. Minoru Suzuki. Shingo okay. Shingo Takagi. Will Osprey. Tomohiro Ishii. Kazuchika Okada. Jeff Cobb and Kota Ibushi. This is the A block. This is only one of the blocks. All of these guys are going to face each other in the G1. In the yeah. opening round of the G1. In fighting game tournaments, we call those pools of death. You know how insane these matchups are going to be? Are you kidding me? Are you out of your mind? Oh my God. There are main events. There are so many main events in that block. It's sick. It's that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Opening night, Carl. The opening night tomorrow on the G1. You are going to get Ishii versus Suzuki tomorrow. You're getting Taka- Shingo, Shingo versus Jay White. You're getting Okada versus Abushi tomorrow in the opening night of the G1. Jesus. Oh, my God. So when does all this, like, our time, when, when does all this take place? Uh, usually it starts, like, 6 a.m. Eastern uh, overnight tomorrow. So um, oh. Sunday you might want to, you know, yeah, you know, if the Bills game is kind of whatever, put put on NJPW World and watch the opening night of the G1 because that lineup is just, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's but that's, <laughs> that's bananas. I'm not even prepared for this. I'm not ready for this. As a fan, it's a grind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a quick question for you. Yes. I saw something mentioned on Twitter about the 
Thunder Rosa Evil East match from Wednesday night. Yeah, so I got some observations about that match. Calling it a shoot fight. Uh, okay. Uh, can you explain explain me on on an educated what what they mean? Well, a shoot is in wrestling parlance. A shoot is when it's for real, as in you know, oh, it's a shoot. As in, this is not this is not a work. A work, as in, this is not part of the show. A shoot is, okay. oh no, it's real. Um, now, I, I don't, I don't know how shooty it really got, but Evilise definitely. Um, she has something of a, a bad reputation um, for being unprofessional, <clears throat> and yeah, she kind of, she was kind of unprofessional in that match to start to start it off. Things were not quite maybe clicking between the two of them in the ring, and she really made it obvious with some bad no selling and things like that. Um, I didn't notice it as much live watching it. Um, I did feel that that match kind of started off poorly, but I felt that it got really good, you know, as it went on and and I thought it ended strong, but I've seen some, some, you know, highlights and replays since Wednesday. And it's like, Oh yeah. Ivelisse is being super unprofessional in this match. Um, so and, and Thunder Rosa, to her credit, is trying so hard to like keep it, you know, keep it going, keep it alive. Uh, but Ivelisse is with her facial expressions and her obvious like just this distaste for how the match is going. Um, yeah, not not a good look for Ivelisse. Uh, I'm a fan again, fan of hers from because she was in Lucha Underground and she was dope and you know she was in the the trios with Son of Havoc and and, and Angelico and I love that and all that, you know but her reputation is her reputation and it's not a good one so um she might get a talking to from Tony Khan we'll we'll, we'll see I don't know hmm. alrighty yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Right. well that has been our weeks and a little bit of wrestling updates yes. for you. Like, like I've always said, we don't shy away from what we're passionate about on this show. Uh, dear listeners, if you'd like to tell us about your weeks, send us any questions or comments to be read on the show. You can do so at the following locations. You can follow us on Twitter at Devil's D Pod. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash devil's pod. You can email us at the devil's at gmail.com, or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, the devil's Drew, that being said, we actually don't have any emails because oh. it was a crazy day for me. I didn't get to put out the bad signal uh, that we were recording tonight, but folks, you don't need to know we're recording to shoot us something. No, you know, no. Shoot us something whenever you like. Anytime. And we will, it will get on the next show. We are we are hardly to the point where emails are gonna, not going to get read because of gotten so many of them. We, we love and appreciate those who do send them on the regular when you know the show's going to go up. Um, but again, anytime, shoot us something. So that being said, let's move on. We got some got a lot of news to talk about actually, so we're gonna have some fun tonight. All right. Uh fortunately, you know, no no sad stuff like we had last week. Uh so let's just start out. We're gonna go through no particular order. Uh Drew, we have a Hulk. Or should <laughs> I say a She Hulk. Ah, oh, uh, okay. 
See what you did there, like a thing. Yeah. See, I, I, I did a thing. I can, <laughs> I can, I can be clever sometimes. Um, actress Tatiana Maslany has been cast as the She-Hulk for the forthcoming Disney Plus She-Hulk live-action series. Drew, I am extremely happy about this, as are many, many people. I am unfamiliar with her work, but uh, given the very positive reaction from you and many others, I look forward to this, I guess. <clears throat> I would highly recommend you have Amazon Prime, right? Um, I do. I very rarely watch anything on it. Okay. Um, given the oodles and noodles of free time you have, um, I would say watch a show called Orphan Black. Um, it is incredible to say the least okay okay so yeah that's where she gained uh her fame and notoriety uh it is a show about clones and she played i believe six or seven different characters on the show and each character felt completely unique completely flushed out and a lot of that was in due to her performances all right so, yeah. so she's been cast as she hulk uh no release date I, as of yet has been set for the she hulk series uh no release window even has been set obviously with uh things being the way they are not being able to launch into full production just yet. Um, we shall see. Once again, fingers crossed, She-Hulk being an awfully good way to reintroduce Daredevil. I do wonder if um, they're going to make her just go get really jacked, or if um, there's going to be CG involved here. She's not a very big person, mm. so I'm guessing there's going to be some CG involved. Okay. So, and as we've seen with, you know, with the quality of production on Mandalorian, I have no concerns about a CG Hulk on a Disney Plus show. Very curious to see, um, I mean, it's, it, we're going by Mando standards, and Mando's great, but we still haven't seen the, the Marvel stuff yet, and they're still teasing us with, with uh, you know... Falcon Winter Soldier stuff and Yep. <sighs> I'm I'm ready. Show me. <laughs> I need yeah. something. We uh they they said uh it was earlier this week. Uh I guess it was kind of pseudo confirmed through a, a trailer for the service that uh WandaVision is still slated to come out this year. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I thought Falcon Winter Soldier was first. <laughs> And yet that still but, seems like they're shooting still. Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. We, we will get it eventually. Yeah, yeah. I did see the post-production picture. Well, I guess whatever. It was, I guess maybe it was a, it was a, was it a photo celebrating the, the wrapping of shooting? But I saw a black and white photo of Falcon uh, smoking a cigar. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I can't tell you what it's suit looked like because it was in black and white so either that's some big misdirection or that suit is red white and blue yeah so we'll get it eventually 
they will come to help. I'm very ready uh, for it. I'm very, very ready yeah. for, for Marvel. So, <laughs> I I have enjoyed the respite from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The you know, being able to like kind of let the endgame finale sit and solidify its place in my heart and my mind and whatnot, but I'm I'm kinda ready to get back into things. Yeah. Um like I said, like I think we both have kind of felt that endgame is certainly a good place to end. You know, it's not just a clever name. Yeah. Like it definitely felt like if you want to check out of all of this right now, you absolutely can. Um, so anything from here on out is gravy. Uh, but it's up to Marble to kind of like reset the stage and, you know, build it all back again. And I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that. I think I think it, it's taken me a little bit, but I'm, I'm with you there. I'm, I'm kind of ready to, all right, let's, let's get back on the bike and, and take this ride. Cause I'm, I, I'm, I'm ready now. Yeah, me too. So moving on to DC. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's not all bad over there. I mean, not no, it's not, not, not really. <laughs> so, Drew, as we have predicted for some time now, uh, Warner Brothers slash AT&T have made it official. Uh, DC Universe will be essentially ending. Camp, I'm, as I'm a- shocked. I'm shocked. As a video streaming service, um, it will carry on as a uh, digital comic service. That's so fine. I mean, yeah, you know, that's fine. You know what? That's yeah. that's fine. I mean, Marvel's got their service that does that, so now DC will have that. Um, so all the DC Universe shows are going to get moved over to HBO Max. Um, whether or not the uh, the older stuff is also going to get moved over, I would have to assume that yes, it will be. Uh, but nothing has been confirmed as of yet. So the original content that was going to be being made for the DC Universe is going over to HBO Max, which I'm okay with because I have HBO Max, and there's some stuff on DC Universe that I've kind of wanted to check out. And the one thing they did bring over... Uh, fair, well, they they brought over two things: uh, Doom Patrol, which I haven't watched yet. The other thing they did bring over was the the Harley Quinn animated series, which I was delightfully surprised how much I've enjoyed it. Mm. And it was just a lot of fun. And it's like I said, it's like if Archer was a uh, DC series. It's essentially that. Okay. It's uh, I recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Um, they made it official that it is getting a third season order on for HBO Max. So I'm definitely happy about that. I do hope that the like the legacy stuff, the old shows, make their way over there as well. Because you know, oddly enough, for if anything else, I would love to be able to have once again uh, the Batman, the Brave, and the Bold series to be able to stream uh, predominantly for William. Um, secondly, so that I can go through it again myself, because that show is just an, an underrated gem, um, a, a love letter to the silver age of comic books and just really, really enjoyable to watch. So hoping to get that, but obviously 
it'd be nice to have all the animated films and the, you know, the Bruce Tim Paul Dini, uh, Radomsky series. Uh, so it'd be good to have those. Yeah. That's, that's the thing with, uh, HBO plus or Warner brothers, what, what, what HBO max, sorry. Uh, and yeah. all the Warner brothers content is like, they, their stuff is kind of licensed out in a lot of places. And despite, you know, your expectations that it's all going to fall under the HBO plus banner that, that might happen eventually, but for now it's still kind of fractured. Um, yeah. So that's kind of a bummer, like, but you know, in time, I guess it'll all kind of find its way home, I suppose. Yeah, um, it's the same way on the Disney Plus app too. There's like still some Disney stuff that you can't get on the Disney Plus app because it's licensed out to other places. Yeah, ironically, um, I think uh, is it. I know this is like corporate crap that no one really cares about, but I find it interesting that um, Disney Plus obviously has Star Wars, and yet uh, Star Wars still gets aired with some frequency um on tnt and tbs which are owned by uh warner brothers at&t <laughs> so yeah. interesting yeah how that all kind of probably works nice cushy deals on those for for some time sure sure um, so yeah uh what else was i'm like? a little you know it's you know it's kind of sad about that though and i do worry a little bit is at least with dc universe <clears throat> you you got the impression that as long as DC Universe existed, there was a chance of them continuing to make interesting live-action content. So, like, your Doom Patrol, um, right. your Titans, even though I wasn't into Titans. Um, Swamp Thing, for example, which was actually, unfortunately, an early casualty. But yeah. now, with it folding into uh, HBO Max... I wonder if that's still going to be the case. I feel like it might not be because it's no longer well, it's no longer a DC umbrella. Like they're going to renew the stuff yeah. that was working, but it's no longer so DC centric that I wonder if HBO or whatever just decides, yeah, we're going to keep this stuff, but we, you know, don't don't expect new stuff too often from on this front. Um, right. <clears throat> I, I don't so know. I I know the Doom Patrol got in season one. Yeah, that's that's actually that was like one of the first ones to jump over, and it, yeah, and it did very well apparently. So good for Doom Patrol as a as a fan of the comic. So, I'm very happy about that. Yeah, so they got a new season order. Swamp Thing. The season is actually being run on the CW. Mm. So that will, I believe, that will ultimately decide Swamp Thing's fate. If, you know, if it does numbers on CW, then I would fully expect there to be another season and that that might even be a good home for that show because they don't they handle the dc stuff very well and they don't like shy away from doing like a horror theme show it's such a bummer i i you know i i i really hate that that like that show came and went and that was it because like swamp thing you know I, I, I feel like it's one of those it's one of those properties that comics fans just all have a huge if nothing else have a huge respect for and want to see yeah. it do well um so that's a bummer that it got that that one season and apparently it wasn't enough to keep it alive and that's 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 disappointing but we'll see 
hopefully, you know, if it does the again, if it does the numbers, that might be enough to resurrect it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. So, swinging back to Disney Plus, like I said, we're just jumping all over the place tonight. It's okay. It's only rock and roll. Um, we got a long-awaited season two trailer for The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm, Drew. <laughs> mm, boy. <laughs> boy. I mean, come on. Like, did you, you know, it's like, what did you expect to, to not love it? You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, of course not. I'm like, I don't sign me up. We're all in for this. You know that I, I don't need a trailer. I was going to watch it regardless, oh, of course. but still, still nice to see. Oh, of course. I've, uh... and there was like, and they played it beautifully. Cause there was no big shocking reveal no. in the trailer. I think the most shocking reveal in the trailer was uh was was Sasha Banks being in the show. Actually, I didn't know it was, I didn't I did not know that was going to be a thing. It's, who is Sasha Banks? Uh, she oh, she is a WWE of, uh, no, I, yeah, I know. preeminent like, I know. women's uh uh champion talent in WWE. She's great. She's she's phenomenal. Um, but I didn't know she was in this show, and she was in the the trailer for a hot second, and I thought like, and I thought is that Rosario Dawson? Then they kind of got closer. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> that's, that's Sasha Banks. That's Sasha Banks. Uh, I didn't know she was in this. She hit the Mandalorian with a steel chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they, a best they steel a- chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they showed us enough to get us excited. Uh, we got a nice little humorous moment with the child closing up the, uh, <laughs> little pod when you know things are going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was funny because like a lot of the, uh, the fighting game community Twitters were like, Ooh, we're going to get more Karis Kasai. <laughs> the yes. I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Throw it in the there. Worst um, so yeah, so October 30th, October's going to be a good month for Star Wars, Drew. Hey, we're getting, we're getting Star Wars squadrons October 2nd, and we got a, a, a character introduction, CG, not like a trailer, but almost like a, a mini episode this past week as well. Did you watch it or no? No. So what, what is this? What is the squadron that you're talking about? So Squadrons is a new game that's coming out. Okay. It is very much built. It it is by EA. So because, you know, Star Wars they still have a license and whatnot. But everything they've shown of this game is making it look like this is the game that a lot of people have wanted for a long time. Because Wait, so you're talking about the game. So is that is that CG trailer thing? Is that related to the game, or is that like yeah. a tease for a new like show? No, it's it's a character introduction for the game. Oh, okay, cool, cool, very cool. And and Drew legitimately, it was like nine minutes long. It might be better than the whole of Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> well, like I it mean, was just you know it was just fantastic. What um. If I if I may, what uh, what time period does um, Squadrons take place in? 
post uh, Jedi, but not so Mando Mando ish period. Maybe I would say probably pre- we're probably. I think I'm sure this is like out there officially somewhere where the it officially falls. Um, we're probably within one or two years of the Battle of Endor. Okay, so and, and, the Empire is still very much a presence, um, but they are definitely on their heels. Okay, because Mando takes place five years after Jedi. Six, six five, years. five or six. Yeah, yeah. So this, this I don't believe would be that that far down the road. Okay, okay. Um, so. And did I read correctly? Um, that Favreau is directing two episodes or something in season two. He did not actually direct any of season one. Is that is that true? Yeah, no, he didn't. He did not direct season any episode. Well, mm. wow. That's yeah, because that, that's pretty amazing. Given you know, he, I mean, as a showrunner, man, didn't direct any of it. I'm checking on that. Okay, and did I also see Carl that season two will feature direction from Robert Rodriguez? Yes, dude. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> Hopefully, in the episode where Bill Burr comes back. Um, can I, can I dream, Carl, of a certain, um, machete-wielding individual to perhaps make an appearance in season two of Mandalorian? Drew, if Danny Trejo shows up (laughs) in a Star Wars property, um, I'm scared of what would happen because that's kind of like, I've, I've seen it all. I mean, I don't. I don't need to really see anything more. I I can leave this existence. I mean, peaceful and happy. Wasn't Machete supposed to go into space? He was. I I mean, hello. Here we are. <laughs> I mean, let's let's get some Treos tacos and in a in a world, in a galaxy far, far away. Okay, so I just checked. Uh, John Favreau did not direct any of season one. So now he's getting his hands directly into season two. All right, yeah. cool, cool, cool. A lot going yeah. on. Cannot, cannot wait. And I think I saw Carl Weathers is also getting to direct an episode. Is he? Yeah, that's cool. That's great. I'm, I'm, I'm here for all this, man. I am here for yes. all of this. Yes. Oh, squadrons. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Everything they've shown. Like in and the price tag still has me a little concerned because mm. it's it's EA and they're still only ta- they're still telling me it's only 40 bucks. Um I, oh man, everything they're showing is just hitting all the right notes. Mm, yeah. Okay, so uh, moving back to Marvel, it was reported this week. This has not been, I don't believe this has been officially 100% confirmed, but it's being reported by outlets who typically don't report something like this frivolously. Mm-hmm. This, is not, 
This is not from WeGotThisCovered.com. <laughs> uh-huh. This was uh, Superhero Hype Comic Book Resources. Typically, if they're reporting it, it's it's pretty solid. Um, Jonathan Majors has reportedly been cast as the villain for Ant-Man 3. Mm-hmm. And that villain crew mm-hmm. will be none other than KTK. Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Yeah, I know I misspelled Conqueror, but that's fine. It's fine. I did it's a more combat. Oh. That is Oh boy. Um that's a that's a big box to open, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. they're, they're going to do it in Ant-Man 3. <laughs> yeah, which kind of makes sense. Because the whole time travel was introduced via Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. It is, it is interesting and exciting, but also a little bit worrisome. Why would you say that? I am very wary of time travel as a storytelling mechanic when your core story is not about time travel. So, like, if you want to tell me a time travel story in Back to the Future 2, that's fine. Yeah. I tell me a time travel story in, in like, something that's well-established and whatnot, I'm kind of like, yeah. So, where do you come out on Endgame, then, since we've established time travel Endgame is so good that i forgive all the things that got wrong <laughs> i i feel like um the door is open i feel like the next phase of marvel is going to be a lot more wild and crazy than uh the the foundation that they laid so you're they're talking about you know one of the movies has multiverse in its title um yeah you know now you're talking about kang and 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 I, all bets are kind of off here, Carl. I, I really yeah. don't know what this all means. Um, I things my, are, things my, are getting, things are getting nutty, and you know what? I'm okay with it. My biggest worry with time travel is it gives you an opening to do something like bringing back Tony Stark, which well, I, I, I um, do not want to see them do. No, I, I I totally hear you, and I was going to make a snarky comment because I thought before you said Tony Stark, I thought you were going to say Michael Keaton. <laughs> Multiverse, <laughs> Keaton, Multiverse. Affleck, we're all just sure. Bring them all. Eh. I'll I'll believe the Flash movie when I see it. Oh, absolutely! But it's you cer- can say you're going to do all these things. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah. Been, you've been saying that for half a decade. I, I <laughs> literally, maybe more. Jesus. Um, yeah. But 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 that does feel sort. I don't know. It feels more inevitable than ever. I guess. Um. But in any case, with Marvel, it's different with Marvel, though. You know. Because they've really established a, uh, they have the credit. I, well, no, it's. I mean, what I mean is, it's, it's different for Marvel in that the DC stuff has always been understood to be self-contained, and then you know reboot, etc. Yeah. 
Marvel has established a cohesive linear um, universe, and to start to start really mucking that up is is risky, and certainly that would not be um, in character, so to speak, for what for what they've been up to this point. Right. But again, we we kind of said they ended whatever it was that they did with Endgame, and from here on out. Maybe the rules have changed, and we'll see what they are, what they're, where they're going from here. Okay, I, I, you know, I'm open to it. Obviously, yeah. And they again, and they, they've got, they have got a a very high credit score. Yes, with with the bank of my trust, and they still have so to they, find a way to backdoor the X Men into this and the Fantastic Four. I mean, haven't I? Did did you and I not say at some point? Many moons ago, before we moved down into the Cobra Island Studios version 3.1, we were still in, you know, upstairs in my in, in my old office. I'm pretty sure we said we could backdoor some kind of Fantastic Four retcon into one of these movies and put it in the Silver Age of the Marvel Universe, so to speak. I, I feel that my idea for bringing the Fantastic Four into the Marvel Cinematic Universe was quite genius, and I should be paid handsomely for that by Kevin Pike. <clears throat> do I not? Do you want to elaborate on that? What you was, don't remember my idea? Okay, so my idea was fresh us, Carl. You do because, like with Ant Man, we established that there were superheroes before yes, Iron Man. That's right. Yes. So you do a period piece set in the 60s of the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. You do just full-on, you know, 60s. And then would you say at a certain point they got lost in time, and then you bring them out? At the, at the end of the film, they are trapped in the negative zone. Yeah, yeah, I like this. And then you bring them back into modern time. This is all fine. In the next film. Yeah. So the the only thing I don't would really not quite have worked out is how do you introduce Doom into modern time? He gets because stuck it too. seems kind of eh, that seems kind of tropey though. Or okay, let me hit you with this. He doesn't get stuck too. Hmm, how can we how can we make this work? He strikes a deal with Kang. He, sure. Yes. Fine. Yeah. So he's he. You could still keep all of his history from the sixties. The Fantastic Four is stuck in the negative zone. Doom ages. Doom either. I don't know. Lives out his life. However, and then at a certain point, when the Fantastic Four comes back. Doom finds a way to re-inhabit his 1960s body to be youthful again to take on Reed in the future. I don't, you know, whatever, man. It's Doom. Doom's insane. He can do what he wants. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that would be my idea for Fantastic Four. But jumping back really quickly to the the casting. Yeah. uh, I'm very happy with this cast because Jonathan Majors and the very few things I've seen him in so far has been fantastic. Uh, The most recent thing I saw him in was the Netflix uh, Spike Lee film, The Five Bloods. Is he or is he not in uh, Lovecraft Country right now? 
He is. I have yet to watch that. Okay. It's it's on my list, but I haven't. Um, I'm hearing haven't very good things about it. Yeah, Alan has been raving about it, and it seems to have a lot of the same buzz that Watchmen had. Yeah. yeah. So I'm definitely definitely oh. looking to see it. What's hey, up? Real quick on Watchmen. Um Trent Reznor is one step closer to an EGOT, my friend. Oh, they won? They won the Emmy for outstanding score. So, uh, yeah, Trent now has uh, an Emmy, a Grammy, and an Oscar. So, uh, looking forward to that downward spiral Broadway play. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so awesome. Oh, yeah, that's pretty wild, man. Um, But uh, well-deserved, well-deserved. That score is incredible, and I say that, uh, obviously I'm biased, but it it really, in terms of the Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross scores, because there are men, you know, they've done quite a few films and stuff now, uh, I I would put Watchmen right at the top of their body of work. Um, Non-Nine Inch Nails division. The watch cool. the Watchman score is, is is as good as it gets for my money. Nice. So anyway, oh, yeah, to, pretty cool. Glad to hear that. Yeah, I I, would, uh, I I certainly marked out a bit. So down to the last piece of news that I have here, mm. uh, we received uh, the long-awaited release date and price point for the PlayStation 5 this week. Okay. Uh, there was another um, like sort of showcase, what have you, of games that will be coming out for the PlayStation 5, and in the end, uh, they gave us the, the release date, which is November 12th for most places in the world, uh, November 19th for everything else, China to be determined. Um, the price point is for the, the digital only, it's basically the same as Xbox, uh, one X, Y, P, Q, or whatever series X squared Z2 R5 D4. Um, the, uh, it is for the digital only version is three ninety nine, and for the, uh, hard drive for the disc version is four ninety nine. So prices have been matched. Uh, is it uh, four or three? Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine for the digital only. Version. Correct. Right. 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 Yeah. So I actually no, I believe that the Xbox digital only version is a hundred dollars cheaper. It is. It is. But but it, but it also is not as feature rich. Right. And from what I've heard, it's not as powerful as the standard disc version. Whereas I believe the digital PlayStation Five is just as powerful as the the disc version. Yeah, I think the sticking point from the spec, the quick, you know, the the, the table of comparisons, it's not doesn't go under the hood or anything, but I think the sticking point is that the um digital this I hate by the way before I get into this, the the naming conventions on the Xbox are terrible. Um so the Xbox Series S, which is their lesser version, the Series X is the good version, the big bad version. Um, right. 
the lesser Xbox, uh, it can display 4K video, but it cannot do 4K gaming. Whereas the uh, PS5, both models can do 4K gaming. Right. So, so yeah, there you go. Um, <sighs> we saw a bunch of games. How do you, um, you know? We saw Spider-Man Miles Morales. Okay, which but but looks great. Dude, you 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 know me. Spider-Man yeah. for PS4 is tremendous. One one of the best games of the generation by a mile. Yeah. Um, I loved it to death. Well, dude, if if you're gonna go hard with Miles Morales Spider-Man, which by the way, go 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 hard with that game because people went nuts when yeah. they saw the reveal. I went, I, oh yeah, let's go. We we both were like, yes, let's do this, please. Yep. Um, well, Carl. It's going to be on PS4. <laughs> so, yes, which I actually think is smart. It it look, it is, but it also like do you want to sell PS5s or not? <laughs> you know, like, well, because it's not the only game that that they did this for. Pump the brakes there cuz Nintendo does the same thing. Not quite. It's not the same circumstance uh, exactly. Uh, Breath of the Wild for Wii U and for Switch, yeah, Twilight Princess yeah, for but, but, Wii and U. And hold on, come on. No, no one it's had no same. no one had a Wii U. We did, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. Um, our, uh, our friend, my friend Jim. Uh, yeah, you know Jim too. Yeah, yeah. yeah Breath of the Wild for Wii U. Wow, really? Yeah. I wow! I'm curious. I, you know, tell them to hang on to that because it's probably going to be a collector's item. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, yeah. even, I'm not even kidding. Like that. Yeah. Will, that will go up in value. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's. Look. I, I'm. Ha- I'm happy about it because now I don't have to buy a PS5 until 2022. Um. I'll and I can get Spider-Man for PS4, and I'm perfectly fine with that. It's and actually it's, look. All I understand of, that there's cross. There's cross purchasing. Yeah. Too, so like, yeah. Yeah. Buy it, you get it for both PS4 and PS5. Right. Which, hey, cool. Very cool. So, uh, again, smart. It is. Um, These new consoles, I don't know how you feel. I am at a point in my life with these things, unless it's a Nintendo console, which is kind of a different thing for a variety of reasons. It's a different thing. W- with the, the PlayStations and the Xboxes, like, I'm at a point now where I just... I. I no longer feel the need to be there day one. Um, the library at day one is now is, is very rarely now like must have, uh, at least in the last couple generations, it feels like they really don't go all in on a big gun game at launch to get people in the door. Um, so I'm kind of underwhelmed at the, the opening day library and I'm okay with, I, I don't, I'm fine. You know, I, it's inevitable that I will get, one of these consoles, more than likely the PlayStation Five, just because I enjoyed the Four so much, um, and the Xbox One let me down so hard, so badly. So, but as I sit right now, am I gonna, you know, go online and fight the 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 you know bots and the the resellers and whatnot on on these websites to try and get a PS Five pre order? No, and ultimately the full price is 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 i'm sure it's a fair price but it's 500 bucks i i i can wait i'll wait until there's a slim model or whatever 
Um, and I'll wait until there's some true AAA big gun game of the year edition games out for it um, before I pull the trigger on, on the new console. But that's me. No, and that's that's perfectly valid. I'm not um, a day one adopter for this one either. Uh, there was some interesting stuff that was shown, but again, nothing that uh, made me would want to go through the hassle of trying to get a pre-order for one. That story in and of itself we'll get to in a second. Um, and so, yeah, the all the like the the demon souls games looks cool and all um yeah obviously we we would love to play uh spider-man miles morales but like it's coming out in november Mm -hmm. i'm Mm -hmm. probably still going to be knee deep in squadrons um so and it's just you know there's nothing it's it's like you said the i struggle to think like playstation 2 i remember had a pretty solid uh, launch lineup solid not like mind-blowing playstation 3 had one really good game at launch and that was resistance um but yeah the launch titles so like you look at you look at the past couple console generations launch titles with like xbox and playstation and you can you compare it in contrast to something like the switch where the switch had arguably po- probably the best launch in console history um i, mean, I, I don't that's, think that's high praise really, but i'm, I'm not I mean, gonna disagree <laughs> when you launch when i say launch for me launch window is like the first eight to ten months of release okay to me that is like your launch sure and when you when you launch with breath of the wild yeah, yeah and yeah, Mario yeah, yeah. odyssey like what i can't think of another console that has had a more successful launch i mean yeah you could probably throw like numbers out where other consoles may have sold more but if you just look at like overall success of a launch sure i think the the switch had probably the greatest launch in console history because i mean you know you look at back at the classics Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, things like that. Those were kind of slow burns, especially the Nintendo and the Sega Genesis. Like, they didn't explode onto the market. Like, Super Nintendo, yeah, because the name was out there and established and whatnot. It wasn't really until, like, the the past couple generations to where you really had, like, day one sellouts, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, Okay, so you look at you know the the PlayStation, the Xbox lineups, and there's nothing that's really making you run out and get it day one. But you know those quality titles are going to be there throughout the course of the console's life. Now we look at something like Nintendo, where they launch with their two biggest titles to date, um, and we they have not. I'm not going to say they haven't had anything since then because they've had some things, but they haven't. A- Animal Crossing got- says hello, Carl. <laughs> they, and I, I don't need to play a game where I live life. I that, live that, life. That's you, but um, tw- 24 million copies beg to differ. <laughs> but like, they haven't really gotten back to that point. Oh, well, they will. And the, 
the offerings have been have been few and far between, more or less. So I don't know which which is a better way to go, essentially. But at the end of the day, all the switch does is sell, man. So I I I don't know either. Like, it, yeah, I feel you. Like, Sony's gonna Sony's gonna be there no matter. Like, Sony and Xbox are gonna be there no matter what. And I and and, and I just said. I already yeah. I, I already conceded. I will get one eventually. Yeah. And, and they're both going to have good games on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, but at the at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, we either have good games now or we have good games later. But right. the, the moral story is we have good games. That's really all we're really interested in. Um, so I think it's incredibly smart what Sony and Microsoft are doing with the digital-only option. Because this has kind of been like the running question the past generation and a half is like, who's going to go all digital first? Will someone go all digital first? I think Sony and Microsoft are being very smart here where they're just going to let the market decide. Yeah, like I'm curious to see go, how it's going to shake out, to be honest with you. Do we go full digital from here forward or do we still stick with a physical medium of some sort? I got to tell you, I, I'm not, I don't want the all digital ones to be that successful, but that's me. I'm, I've been on the record of being very pro physical media, et cetera. Um, I'm curious if these digital only models will really be a big, big success. Um, the price point is certainly enticing, but when you buy the when you buy the hardware now you're now you're committed to being part of their online service i'm sure right you or not i i don't yeah. know okay so now you, they got you they got you there um i don't know i i don't know i i don't like that personally i like to have the physical thing but i've said that before and i feel like a dinosaur more and more every day so i don't know so, so would you feel? Let me ask you: this, Would you feel more comfortable with a digital-only system if there were multiple sources to acquire games from? How How do you mean? How do you mean? Like if you, if you had other, like for example, on PlayStation, if you had other options to go through to purchase a game other than the PlayStation Store. Wow. Um. So I could kind of download from wherever. Yeah. Let's say, like, game, like, just to use them as an example, GameStop, like, came out with an app on the PlayStation Store that you could um, download games from and purchase games from. Well, for me, it's not really a, it's not a price point issue. It's it's a it's a versioning issue. You know what I mean? Um, right. So I just like that. That way, maybe you might not have to be locked into. I mean, kind of with PlayStation and, and Microsoft, and even with Nintendo, you have to subscribe to their online service right, to play games. Right. And not only so, that, when you're in their ecosystem, they are the arbiters of what is in or out. So none of them are ever going to let you do whatever you want on their hardware. That's just a fact of life. So yeah. it's kind of a moot point. But I mean, let's just hypothetically say one of them did say, yeah, download your games from wherever. Well, and our, our, our console will run it. That might be a game changer because at that point, I can get whatever version of the game I want as long as I know how to find it and you know, yeah. as long as Sony can't lay the smack down on a patch on my game and say, oh yeah, all that content that you remember 
Um, we have to take that out because of licensing issue X. Um, I, I don't, that, that's what I'm trying to avoid. I, I'm very much yeah. like, we talked about this, the, 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 your grand theft autos and, and whatnot. Like they're not the games you remember them. If you try to get them now, they're not going to be the same because they can't release right. the same content anymore. I'm I'm not even sure. How's that uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater re-release going? I I don't know, but I wasn't the, I, wasn't, I, wasn't oh, the yeah. soundtrack like a huge portion of that game's like cultural imprint? And it, I'm, it definitely was. I think that, especially. I mean, obviously, with games from you know previous generations, it's going to be an issue. But I think game companies now are probably smart enough going forward, saying, "Hey, if we're if we're licensing your music for this game, we get." that license for this game whatever 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 we choose to do with it right right like, right it's probably not just like it's probably not something that will revert back to the artist at some point they probably pay like a one-time fee now and they have the license for that specific game in perpetuity yeah so, so, but no, I, I get what you're saying. I haven't seen anything about the the Tony Hawk release. I was never big into Tony Hawk, so it's no, really me neither. I just didn't, it just came to mind because it's it's a you know I know that it came back out recently, and you know, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll see. I so, don't I don't know how to feel yeah. about it. Um, I I know for me personally, um, it would it would be a disc drive version or 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 not at all. But that's me. Yeah. It would. I'm equally interested to see how the digital only versions do. I don't have necessarily the same uh, hangups on physical media that you do, and I'm not besmirching those at all. But I'm finding um, ever since I stopped trading games into to resell or whatnot, it, physical media doesn't matter as much to me right now and oh i totally like i totally concede it's it's cumbersome and you know you might you might you might go back to it you might never go back to it but but i like knowing that i can it's funny because at the same time like in my entertainment cabinet i've got my playstation 3 and my playstation 4 and the switches on top Uh and julie asked me like when we get a playstation 5 which one is going to be replaced because i don't like have any more hdmi outlets and it's funny i think i the the PlayStation Four would be replaced before the PlayStation Three because I wow. plugged in the PlayStation Three recently, wow. and there's some I've got some downloads on there that you can't get anymore. Like I've got I've got Marvel versus Capcom Two. Mm-hmm. I've got the X Men arcade game. I've got the uh, Ninja Turtles Turtles in Time uh, remake, which. It's not great, but still, like, can't get it. So, like, I would probably keep, and it's a first-gen PlayStation 3, so it's fully backwards compatible. The fat boy. Uh, yeah, the big one. <laughs> uh, with, every, with every possible memory card slot you can imagine. Um, even though backwards compatibility is just not important to me at all, like, um, it, it is to me, um, but you know, then again, then again, at the, at the same time, as I say that I am also sitting here telling you that, you know, I like my hardware. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you I have that have, hardware. I can hook it yeah, up, you know? Yeah. You still have all your Nintendo systems. So Absolutely. Like if, you, 
if you want to play an older game, you just plug in the system. But like things like you know, yeah, PlayStation Three was great that it was fun, that started fully backwards compatible with PlayStation One and Two. But after time, like how often you're really going back to those older games? Um, I mean, not, not really that often. Not not that often. It's not it's not like that, it's not, not my lifestyle. Yeah. But but not but so much that a new system not having that backwards compatibility would be a deal breaker. Right, right, right. Still, you know, the the, the archivist in me just loves having that stuff. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, 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 I like t- having that option. I I just, yeah. I don't know. I don't I know. Totally. Um. So after the the showcase, the PlayStation Five immediately went on presale, and it was almost immediately sold out. Yeah. Uh, the reason being is because all these pre-sailers and whatnot did not put a one-per-customer limit on the pre-sales. Dude, that is... As you mentioned, bots, trolls, whatnot, snatched them all up, and now you can find them all on eBay for a considerable markup. (laughs) How do you do that? I don't know. Dude, all of of the... Honest to God... All of this, on, on, honestly, online retail and and ticketing and all of it, it it's so stacked against you. It's it's just, it's so dumb. I I don't know how. I don't know. It's it's so stupid. How how did we get? How how is it this dumb? It should not be this stupid. But here here we are. I don't know. That's it's that's a shame. That's just a shame. Like people, I don't know. People want these things, obviously, but like, I, it's easy to say if you want it, you should be able to get it. Demand is demand. I understand that. Like, there's only so many available, and it's going to sell out. But there's so many bad actors that 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 try and get these things just to resell them, and yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it it just it feels cheap and 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 unfair and i i there's there has to be some kind of better way i don't know what that better way is but there has to be a better way yeah i mean it seems the better way would simply put a limit on how many can be purchased yeah, up that makes a lot of sense <laughs> like just just say one per customer who needs more than one PlayStation Five? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I and know. again, I know. you know, I know you're going to sell them all. Yeah. So you're not you're not shorting yourself of any money. Um, I I am just I am very thankful that they they weren't able. Capcom was not able to do what they had planned, which is to make Street Fighter Six a launch title for the PlayStation Five. Mm. I'm I'm very very thankful. That that is the case, so now I don't have to worry about, you know, who I'm going to mug to get one day one. Because if Street Fighter Six was a launch title, that that would have been a problem. Not that it uh, super matters, but um, I will say this about the PlayStation Five: I I really don't like how it looks, <laughs> and I don't like the controller either. Um, I I don't dislike it it looks different it's not just another black box so good on them for trying something new it's gonna look kind of weird in my entertainment 
stand though. The black boxes are nice because they just kind of blend in. <laughs> yeah, but that's the problem. They all just blend in. Nothing stands out. Nothing's that's fine. Like, that's yeah. fine. It's fine. Like even the PlayStation Four, even though it was still another black box, it's still a little stylish to it. You know, had some sleek lines and whatnot, but, but it's like, still, but it's still blended in nicely. Uh, the, the the five, yeah. the five is uh, fine the, with it. The, the, okay. the five, the five is a look. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it is a look. Uh, the controller, I mm. can't make a judgment, so I actually hold one and use one. Yeah, aesthetically, I don't, I don't like the two tone look they're going for, but um, I'm sure, I, you know, I'm sure it's going to be fine, comfort wise. I'm sure it's fine. I just, my, I just my don't only like how it looks. Was, I don't have a problem with the system being white, the controller being white. Well, to be fair, my like, my, my Xbox like 360 white car is never going to learn. Never going to look clean. No, I mean to be fair, my my Xbox uh, 360 controllers are they're white. They're they're okay. They're, they held up pretty good. All right. So, you know. So yeah, the uh, the new console generation is upon us. And I guess rumors are still swirling around about an an updated switch model. It's 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 been rumored for a while. Um, another report went out saying it's going to happen. I I don't know. You know, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Didn't you like hate when Sony and Microsoft did this with their last generation? I uh, yeah, and I hated it when Nintendo did it with the, the 3ds as well. Um, but. This is a natural extension of it's it's an it's just where we are now. Um, Nintendo did it with the 3DS and the and the DS before it. Um, they did iter- iterative upgrades to that to that console's lifespan, and uh, it looks like the Switch, being the you know spiritual successor to all Nintendo consoles, is going to po- probably do the same thing. Um, you know, here's the weird thing about it, though, Carl, for me. Um, I don't necessarily like it, but the Switch, in so many ways, feels like Nintendo's final form, in a way. You know what I mean? Like, it's right, the, it, it's, right. it's the, it is the everything, it is the Nintendo evolved. Like, this is what Nintendo was kind of destined to become. So, if from here on out, if all they do is release new, air quotes, Switch models... Uh, fine. I get you know what I mean. Like, yeah, fine. It feels like they were destined to do this in a way. You know, I was I was actually very surprised. Well, not like very surprised, but surprised enough that um, neither Microsoft or Sony attempted to kind of adapt some form of a portable play yeah, mechanic you know system. now that you say that i me too i i fully expected some kind of um i don't know something but it kind of yeah. it kind of feels like they're both just saying like you know what nintendo's space is nintendo's space our space is our space and we're all okay with that which is odd odd Oddly refreshing in a way. Yeah, I, I remember even yeah. as even as, uh, as as frequently as or as recently as um the X Bone, uh, they they were trying to trot out that smart glass feature. Remember that? Yeah, as as kind of a Wii U killer, 
sort of sort of thing. Like, look, you can do two screens with the Expo and two with Smart Glass, and, and it was like, yeah, no one cares. But to be fair, no one, <laughs> no no one really cared about the Wii U either. But that's not again here or there. Um, it, but there was still that kind of um, hey, look us too kind of thing going for it. And now it just right. feels like, nope, you know what? Nintendo is doing Nintendo and Sony and Microsoft are doing Sony and Microsoft and everyone is okay where they're at. And that's interesting. Yeah. So let me, let me ask you this. Um, what, what would a new switch, like what would get you to buy a new switch? Like what oh, would they, what changes um, would they, um, I, I'm not, I'm not sitting here clamoring for an upgrade to be honest, but if you, you know, if we're talking hypothetical, um, you know, a little more horsepower to get to, to maybe get, get some of the, um, big titles from X-Bone and PS4, you know, ported over. That'd be, that'd be cool. Um, better Joy-Con controls, uh, to some degree. I don't know. Yes. I, I, don't, I, was, I was actually playing, uh, Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe with William tonight before we started recording, and uh, he loves to play two players at once, which means breaking up the breaking up the the puppy and yeah, yeah, yeah. the two the two little ones, and drew my hands so big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it you know it it works, but it's obviously not ideal. Um, yeah. So some kind of some kind of Joy-Con. Fit, I'm, you know, air quotes fix. I don't know what that means, but yeah, some something more comfortable, um, or more symmetrical, or more asymmetric. I, I don't know. A D pad, like, I don't know. Some 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 kind of more practical workaround for for all that. Um, I don't have I don't have a lot of issues with the screen, and you know, I mean, I know some people say it's not the best screen in the market, but like, wh- whatever, it, it's fine. You know, yeah. um, I don't. To be honest, man, I don't need a lot. I, I keep the games coming. If you want to give it a, a boost in the hardware department, cool. Um, more battery life, I guess. From you know knocking on wood and, and wish you know making wishes here. More battery life. I know that would, that would go a long way for a lot of people. It's never been a huge issue for me, but I know it has been for others. So you know, give people what they want there. Um, higher capacity storage. I suppose. So if you want that digital future, you can kind of have it. Um, again, the switch just feels like a fully evolved platform for gaming. I don't have a long list of, of, of wants out of it short of just keep the games coming, you know? (laughs) So I I would say, get the games coming already. Well, I, 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 I feel you there. I feel your sentiment, but at the same time, like, um, I, my backlog is, is deep, so I don't, I don't feel the, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine here. I, I have plenty of games to choose from. Um, a lot of catching up to do on indie games and stuff like that. I love indie games a lot. I like indie games, to be honest, a lot more than a lot of AAA titles more recently. Um, so I, I'm, I'm more than content with what I have at my fingertips right now. And I know the, the 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 proverbial big guns are are coming. Nintendo knows they can't go too long without having any. So s- stuff is coming. They just haven't told you yet. 
I guess. I just, I, I, speaking so, speaking of which, look at that segue. Remember when we said that the uh, Nintendo said that they weren't going to do directs anymore? And we were all mad about it. Yeah, yeah. We've had like <laughs> six since then. I don't. So do they? Does maybe it was translated? Incorrect. Uh, yeah, I don't I, know. We've had like literally since we did that story. We've had literally, I think, four directs. Yeah, I. I uh. No more doesn't mean what Nintendo thinks it means, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. Because um, we had the Mario Direct, we had two partners directs. Yeah. I, yeah, so we've had, legitimately had three since we did that story. No less than three. Yeah. Hey, fine. But that's what I, That's kind of what I mean. Like, we all are waiting for the, you know, the big guns, but they're, you know, they, they're, they're, they're a, a, a surprise direct away from hitting you with a big gun. So I, I would be happy for a medium gun at this point. You'll you'll get something. I don't know what what cost, what's a medium gun to you. I you know I I would know it when I saw it. Fair enough. But like right now, like the the thing I'm most excited for right now for Nintendo is Mario Thirty Five. Okay. Okay. And that's something that I'm excited for because you no know, I. I'm just going to get it when it comes out because it's part of the service. But at the same time, it's not like it's not going to stick around. It's lim- for for now anyway. It's it's a limited release, which I don't I don't get. But okay, but I'm excited for it. Um, but no, I would love to see another uh, Mario game. I would love to see you know. I even though. Even though I don't play them, I would still love to see another Zelda game. It doesn't have to be the Breath of the Wild sequel. I know that's what they're making, and that's great. But, like, you know, I would like these things. I would like them not as a carryover to the next console. Well, I think you're going to get Breath of the Wild 2, obviously, before the Switch hangs it up. But um, I I wouldn't be surprised if they do maybe... um, Maybe the the they already did it for the Wii U, but perhaps they'll do a, another uh, Wind Waker uh, HD port to the Switch. Um, which fine, same for uh, Twilight Princess. Um, they're ports, but they're it's it's yeah. day. They're great games, believe and, me. And and a lot of that we can that we'll probably see next year at the. 35th anniversary Zelda whatnot, but very possible. Again, they're they're ports. It's want something new. Well, yeah. Well, if you're saying you want new Breath of the Wild Two is going to be new, but you you know if if Hyrule Warriors Two is going to be new to a degree. Yeah the 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 port yeah that was yeah that's the fourth mini we got was the. It wasn't even like a mini. It was a mini, mini, mini. We got <laughs> so the, small, so the, very small. The Hyrule, the Hyrule two, Hyrule Warriors two, yeah, mini ish announcement. Yeah, the, and you so, know that, that that game will probably do very well. To be honest with you, it's probably going to sell very well. Um, but yeah, like I would, yeah. You're you uh, don't don't worry too much. I I, I have a feeling. Lots of good stuff's coming. Just a hunch. (laughs) 
again, I just think of that scene from the Camp Krusty episode <laughs> where, where Bart's huddled in the corner. Krusty's coming. Krusty's coming. Krusty's coming. Krusty's coming. Don't don't worry. Uh, they're they're gonna hit you with something soon. I I don't know. There's some. It's been it's been a minute. They're they're gonna drop something soon. Okay. I don't know what it's gonna be, but something's coming. <laughs> Krusty's coming. It's been it's been a little. It's been it's been quiet for a little too long. Like something's cooking. They're 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 gonna they're gonna drop something in our lap soon, and you're not even right. gonna, you're not even gonna know that it's something you wanted, and then you're gonna be like, oh, I want that. <laughs> Pro wrestling remake. Let's go, make it happen. It, oh God, I would love that. I, mean, I would love that. the The AEW game is is in development. Keep that in mind. Sweet. Okay, um, that's all I have, Drew, for news, and, unless there's anything else you have. Uh, no, no, I, I'm, I'm good here. We're fine now. Cool. All right. So, folks, we appreciate you joining us. It was a fun little episode. I like these kind of one-off episodes and whatnot we've been doing. It's a good time. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to us, message us, ask the same questions to be right on the show, send us any comments to be right on the show. You can do so at the following social media locations. You can follow us on Twitter at Devil's Due Pod. You can email us at the Devil's Due Pod at gmail.com. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Devil's Due Pod. Or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, the Devil's Due Podcast.com. Drew. Any final thoughts? Uh, I'm trying to be clever, and I'm I, I I don't have a lot of clever thoughts here. Did you watch any uh? Did you watch any football last week? How'd you feel about the empty stadiums and all that business? Um, I don't like pumped in crowd noises. I was it's, actually it's looking fine. forward to like football and basketball without the crowd noises because we would have gotten to hear an aspect of the game that we don't normally get to hear. Oh, they don't want you to uh, hear that, Carl. <laughs> yeah. Um, they need a much longer than seven second delay to have that for on television. Yeah. <laughs> a much, much longer than seven second delay and a turbo dial on the sensor button. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, Bills looked fine. They looked like a, a professional football team for yeah. most of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, for me, football has always been more of a community experience, and obviously, we can't have that right now. So That's I don't fair. get as into it when I'm not watching it with friends. That's fair. Um, I can I can just as easily switch it off and play a game or something. You know, we're we're ending the show here, but um, I would be remiss if I did not drop this on people. One thing, I, I forgot to say this uh, up front. I probably should have said it up front, but I forgot, but I'm bringing it up now. One thing that has got, gotten me, given me great, great, great joy in the last two weeks has been the revival of the former Deadspin staff uh, at, at their new site, defector.com. So if you were a fan of Deadspin, um, Defector is Deadspin. 
Deadspin, as it is now, is a bunch of scabs run by a vulture capitalist uh, investment firm, and it's garbage, which is why the whole team quit. And now they have reestablished themselves at Defector. And oh, Carl, I'm so happy! It's so great. <laughs> um, so, so what you're saying is Finkel is Einhorn. Uh, more or yeah, we we can't call it Deadspin, but it's Deadspin. It's real Deadspin. <laughs> And and Deadspin is is just dead. It's zombie Deadspin, and we don't talk about it. So Defector is is brilliant. Um, Drew McGarry, my favorite writer, you know, he does his annual "Why Your Team Sucks" articles on all thirty two NFL teams, and they're all oh, just brilliant writing and uh, made me smile. Uh, I uh, tremendous tremendous journalism, tremendous writing, and. Um, it, you know, it's I, I I don't subscribe to a lot of uh, websites. I don't subscribe to a lot of news websites to, at all, really. But Defector has my annual subscription because uh, I respect everyone involved in the publication and um, grinning ear to ear every day uh, at their content. So I'm happy that they're they're back. And it's been a it's been a it's been a a bright spot in an otherwise bleak, bleak world. <laughs> All right. They didn't pay me to, cool. to they didn't pay me to pitch that, by the way. I, yeah, I, hey, we, we, we do not have their sponsorship. No, I'm just, I'm that, I'm that much of a fan. And I think if you enjoy good journalism and snarky content and funny, great writing, you, you it, it, it is. It, it was Deadspin. Deadspin is dead. They are all now together at Defector, and they. And by the way, they all are owners of Defector. It's not run by some hedge fund. the 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 writers are the owners. So, I feel good about my subscription going to directly to the people involved. So, yeah, cool. It's it's been great. I love it. Cool. I'm. I'm- Glad you have found something you enjoy that can put a smile on your face. I, I've I've been laughing like an idiot every day at the at the Wire Team Sucks articles every day. <laughs> so it's so it's not just the bills that you look out for. It's all no. Nah, I mean, I look forward to the bills one obviously because it's you know my my local team, but there I can read all of them, and I'm not even that well versed in all 32 NFL teams, but the. Drew McGarry's writing style is just tremendous and he will, he will find a way to make you double over and you will spit take and you may be breathing milk out of your nose several times throughout the course of his articles. So it's just been great. And that's, you know, that's only one thing of, of that's, that only comes once a year. (laughs) The rest of the year is full of great stuff too. But in the last two weeks, he crammed out all 32 of them over the course of two weeks and it's just been oh it's been it's been so much fun it's been so much fun and i've already i feel like i've already gotten my annual subscriptions worth and then this site just launched <laughs> all righty all right well folks that that's going to do it for us this week we appreciate you stopping by as always um we depending uh what uh schedules and whatnot uh, we might be doing a live streaming show on Facebook for our yeah, next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ooh, something we kind of want to play with. We'll we'll see what happens with that. Depends on um, how many of you all want to hang out with us for a little bit on a Friday night. So yeah, 
Yeah, and fear not if we do live stream the show, it'll still be available to you in Pog yes, form. Yes, yes, yes. To be downloaded on your the way you normally listen to us now. That's what we always do. Yep, yep. So all right, cool. Folks, be excellent to each other. Mm. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And we will talk to you again soon.